Good afternoon, and welcome back to My Name is Sherman, His Name is Sherman, a conversation for Shermans, by Shermans, and everyone and anyone else who may be interested. Uh, welcome back, Sherman. Great to be together again. Been maybe a couple weeks. Yes, I think so. Yeah, episode yeah, 14. Okay, and here we are on February 15th, 2021, Monday, President's Day, uh, and here in the Midwest and other parts, snow abounds. Um, what might be uh, abounding with you, <laughs> uh, knowing that uh, really just our framework here, uh, such that it is, we kick off with a uh, an item uh, or an observation about pop culture and Sherman uh, if you would, why don't you uh, lead us off on that? All right. Thanks very much. So to kick off episode 14, I'm going with a comedian, branching out from music, and so, but not too far, I'd say. And so the comedian is James A. Caster. He is a British comedian, currently 36, and I really I discovered him in late 2020, and from what I've gathered, he's been quite successful in the UK um, and uh, Oceania. Can I? Is that uh, all encompassing for Australia and New Zealand? Um, mm-hmm. So he's been successful in those parts, and from my perspective, is getting more successful just globally. Uh, I discovered him via basically um, YouTube's algorithm, which side note is definitely the best algorithm of all uh, major websites and applications. Looking at you, Instagram, and he just kind of kept popping up because I watch a lot of uh, British comedians on YouTube and finally watched some of his Netflix bits and then watched, and well, I was happily surprised to see he had four entire specials on Netflix, which I watched, um, I think, probably all in December, and I've just been watching as much of him as I can on YouTube since then, uh, as well as re-watching uh, bits and pieces of those four specials. And so those four specials... Oh, tell you what they're called uh the overarching title is james a caster repertoire and then they uh the four individual specials are recognize represent reset and recap i think it's brilliant uh, and not just in the casual british usage of that word uh, because they all tie together in uh, both major and minor ways there are callbacks from you know previous hours uh, that skip specials, and there's kind of a color coding to it. And from what I gathered as well, that these were all uh, filmed years apart, or pardon me, not filmed years apart, but created years apart. So I think, you know, 2014, 15, 16, um, at uh, various f- uh, festivals, um, most notably, I think, the Edinburgh Film uh, Fringe Festival, pardon me. And so then he made a fourth show recap to tie those previous three together and they were released on Netflix in 2018 and he uh, they were very well received and he just uh, well he released a show in 2019 called Lasagna Hate Myself 1999 <laughs> which he streamed for only one one day this past December I unfortunately I did not see it because I was just really getting into him then um, and that was critically acclaimed and that was from what I've read in the bits I've seen, uh, haven't been able to see the whole thing, is his most personal. 
Um, I really enjoyed the the four specials I saw on Netflix because they you know span a range of uh, I guess comedic tastes. I'd say you know there's they're surreal. Um, there's prop comedy, uh, which I think in a way is seen as low level and I understand, but you know, just how he does it is very entertaining. As I said, there are great callbacks. Um, and, uh, you can see personal, um, views he truly has masked via comedy, which I very much, uh, as an Irish Catholic person relate to. And, um, so I think they're great, and uh, but they were mostly kind of removed from who he really is. Despite you know, you can see he kind of believes certain things. It's all masked um, under sometimes very deep layers of comedy, whereas new special is very personal and observational, or pardon me, uh, just personal um, because he's had quite um, a last five years or so, uh, I believe it was in 2016, uh, and James, if you're listening, when you listen, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Uh, he um, broke up, well, he didn't break up with his girlfriend. His girlfriend <laughs> left him for none other than Mr. Bean. What? Uh, yes, which makes... So was she Was she stringing him along? <laughs> he, well, so he found out in the paper. Uh, oh, yeah. And... Yes, so I believe he found out while reading The Sun, and so his girlfriend was uh, and is an actress, and she was in a play with Rowan Atkinson, who he only refers to James A. Caster now as Mr. Bean, which just kills me. Um, and then that year as well, he also had a falling out with his agent, so kind of related to our show he fell just deeply into music because his mental state wasn't that great so he uh, in 2016 bought over 500 albums and you know just start maniacally went through them all and categorized them all so now he's you know written a book about it he has his own podcast so you know we can collaborate it's called perfect sounds when he talks about in his opinion the greatest year of music 2016 and then there's another one off menu with another british comedian when they talk about food but that's less important right now um and so he i just uh want to read a quote if i can um find it yeah so he said i got left for mr bean uh, i found out a year after we split up i opened the newspaper and there was a full page story no one else in the history of time has ever been left for mr bean and uh so <laughs> Part of my language here, folks. He said, I'm a goddamn saint to have kept this in my back pocket so long. It's my job to say things that are funny, and the funniest thing that's ever happened to anyone happened to me, and I put it on the back burner out of respect. Until you get left for Mr. Bean, you don't realize how frequently he pops up. There's a shop two streets from my house that sells masks of his face. There's nowhere where I'm going that he's not there. And I just find that hysterical. Uh, I feel bad for him, but it's very funny and endears him to me even further. Um, so, yeah, all that is why I chose him. I think he, I've been watching him on various British chat shows the last couple months, and he's pretty much great every time and seems to have a great following in the, the UK and growing abroad. So, yeah, that's it for James that's Acaster. A, I, lo- I love it, Jim. Thanks. That's a great share and a, a lot of good good stuff in there. I mean, from um, when you say he, he ties 
yeah, it ties together. That's 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 a good good image. And and you know the the I think we've talked about previously, at least in brief, that you know so, so much of my generation uh, was informed by uh, back in the seventies uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus, and then um, you, you know that that I think one of the it's a simple little. Simple little observation, but I think it captures the Brit way so well. Do you know they call them, over here in the over here in our country in the United States? When you watch the news, it's being delivered by a news anchor. You know, very kind of full sounding the news anchor. Over there, the Brits they're simply referred to as news readers. <laughs> I just think that's great because that's what they do. <laughs> right, they're not creating it; they're reading it. <laughs> Well, right. In terms of the callbacks, what I mean, it was fantastic to just see kind of without any context behind the shows because I had never seen kind of a I never seen a stand up special more that just contained more than one special. I mean, the last few years, Dave Chappelle's released kind of two specials, but they weren't really related um, under and they kind of, from my perspective, didn't fall under the same umbrella. Um, But this I mean, this is a four for one. And there are callbacks from, you know, in hour three that call back to hour one, which was very impressive to me. But even more so once I found out that those shows were filmed roughly, you know, probably 12 to 18 months apart. And so, you know, uh, or created again, sorry, not filmed. Um, So he's calling back a joke from two or three years prior Mm -hmm. and trusting both himself to pull it off and the audience to understand it. Uh, so I think that is fantastic. Uh, and then he, again, he, I mean, simply created a show to tie the three prior shows together. So there are ample callbacks then. So, yeah, I think, um, he's just a, a fantastic comedian and I hope he gets more popular here. Good. Well, you, you've given us some, a lot of good, uh, recommendations, uh, in that regard, the, uh, comedians, but Mike Birbiglia, wasn't one of his shows titled my girlfriend's boyfriend or is that someone correct else? yeah I, that that kind of makes me think a little bit of what you're describing here too well i mean yeah, if that was james a caster's title the whole show would be about mr bean <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's that's all i got to to lead off at a Love tight that. 10 so well that that was that was much more than lead off that was outstanding that thank you cleared, cleared the bases um so yeah, and again, since we last uh, all been together, just wanted to uh, acknowledge and celebrate a um, couple, couple big birthdays. Um, yours, your thirtieth. Mm-hmm. I've done um, it. Yeah, had a great, great family Zoom on that, and uh, we'll look forward to celebrating together when when that's appropriate, uh, and. Right around that time, we welcomed our grandson Patrick, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, your your nephew, and actually your your mom and I are heading out east in a few days to go meet him and visit with he and his parents and his two brothers. So, well, come on, let's give them the shout out then, Joseph and William, <laughs> and William just celebrated. Second birthday, so a lot of a lot of good birthdays out there. A lot of love. 
and um, and a lot of love. That that was a song by Nicolette Larson, uh, but we'll follow up on that some other time. The the other I think seminal moment of of, of uh, anniversaries was in in just last week the fiftieth anniversary of the release of Carol King's Tapestry. A, a stunning album achievement. She'd had a already at that point a prolific um, songwriting career with her then husband, then soon to be former husband, and then this was I think her second album. And I was fourteen, uh, and I had it. This this is the rare double. I had it on eight track. So I could listen to it in the car, and then I had it, of course, on vinyl. I could listen to it in the room, and uh, uh, I, I think the 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 number one song, I believe, would coming off of that album. And there were several several uh, spectacular songs, uh, but the number one was uh, "It's Too Late," and uh, yeah, again. Think about the title tapestry. That that's a that's a tying it all together too, tying things together like uh, uh, yeah, James Acaster. Yeah, and and so you know, I think about that. That's an interesting image. That the album cover, um, and we talked about this previously as well. I mean, that, that for our experience and our 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 generation, the album. The album was so much of the experience, just for the artwork and the notes and the um, uh, things things that added to the actual listening uh, pleasure and experience. But um, I was read I was reading a few pages earlier this morning, and I came. Uh, it's about a, a book about the uh, history of uh, the U.S. Senate, and the word I came across that I just noted was chintzy, chintzy, and. Um, Chintzy is is uh, simply defined as cheap and of poor quality, and um, I'm not making a political statement here, but that word I think is pretty spot on right now in terms of how our various right. politicians, various bodies are are e- indeed acting and or are perceived. Chintzy, cheap and of poor quality. We got to do a lot better on that. I think our politicians got to get their stuff together and start tying things together and make a difference for we the people. Correct. And uh, this message was brought to you by my name is Sherman, his name is Sherman, uh, with no funding for any particular candidates. Uh, but but well, maybe maybe a pack. Maybe yeah. a pack is not far down the line. A super packed, a pack 12, a dark packed, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there will be a packed derivative. Um, there will be something in the future, so be aware. Maybe we'll maybe we'll run. Can can two people run under one name as a united candidacy? Who knows? Um, we'll find out. There's a lot of gray I, areas I, in politics. Oh yeah, no, I th- I think indeed there's there's um, a groundswell. I can feel it right now, or that might actually be the shoveling of the snow outside that I feel. Um, I do know, yeah, I mean, kind of related to this, I do know um, 
in terms of a groundswell of support and growing support. We, we have gone international. I will shout out our uh, fans in Japan. Um, I legally don't think you can vote. Honestly, I don't care about that, legally speaking. If you'd love to vote for us when we run, please do. I'm all for it. Um, but, yes, shout out to you all. I received an email about our uh, podcast skyrocketing up the leisure category ranks in Japan, um, which is kind of sad. You probably need better leisure if we're skyrocketing. But still, <laughs> thank you for listening. Keep listening, and we'll keep shouting you out. Maybe, maybe we could get one of the PGA professionals, um, male or female, that with Japanese heritage. Maybe we could... Maybe we could get a little place on you know, their sleeve or something. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we'll turn. We probably can't do the full podcast name that will cover their body, but <laughs> we can make it into an well, acronym. You could get Jumbo Asaki. There'd be room. No. Yeah. I mean, we could we could make it into an acronym um, and you know fit it on the sleeve. So we'll see. You know, just all, we're again we're we're ideas guys. If you yeah. know us, you know that's true. We yeah. none of this will happen because. We're simply ideas, guys. Not we're not executioners, as it were. So, right, right. And lest lest we not not provide a tip of the hat to you know, jumbo shrimp, uh, and I think that that may. I don't know who gets credit for that. Maybe it's George Carlin. Um, if not, I, I'm happy giving him credit for that. Right, because uh, that's how he would go on. But the the other thing, back on on tapestry, just for a minute. And chintzy. So chintzy also, another definition is a, a printed, multicolored like cotton fabric. Well, tapestry is a, in, 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 in that kind of way also, it's, it's woven. It's, you know, it's this interconnected um, material. So I... Gosh, great credit to those who uh, decided not to name the album, Carol King's album, Chintzy. Um, I'm glad they, they they stuck with Tapestry. I think that worked out pretty well for them. I think so, too. And, folks, we didn't plan this about how well James A. Caster and um, Carol King fit together in terms of Tapestry and their respective projects. That's just natural right there. Well. Indeed. A Natural Woman, one of the songs, right, from Tapestry. See, again, levels, layers. That's what we do. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I think think some of our friends might want us to level off now. (laughs) uh, I will never uh, stand down. Uh, Anything else? Uh, That's that's all I got on this uh, blustery, wintry February day. All right. Well, how about you? That uh, that just uh, I have nothing else really. That just leaves a little time for our sponsors. Good, as always. Um, to conclude our episode, we will thank our sponsors: Dojos in yeah, St. Yeah. Louis, Joe Orff's uh, child, soon to be adult of a company. I don't know if that really makes sense, but I was an English major, and money's not real. So, <laughs> Dojos in St. Louis. I know you can order online again, just locally, but do it. Because it looks delicious, and it's honestly upsetting every time I see his Instagrams, and I can't get any of it. Um, the other two, we're going to do a kind of two-for-one, falling under the same umbrella to follow the topic of the show, or theme of the show. 
um, Lunesta for your sleep help and uh, insomnia needs, uh, not in the sense that you need insomnia, but to get rid of it. Um, so Lunesta, if you want to fall asleep, use that and or listen to us. And uh, the Sherman and Sherman Sleep Center, which if you remember from the end of episode 13, we started because we've been told a lot, and I want to say too much, but we're, embra- we're embracing it at this point. We help you fall asleep. So anytime, day or night, you need to fall asleep, take a nap, yeah. take a, you know, get your full REM sleep in, text us, yeah. call us, we'll help you fall asleep. Yeah, give, give us a nod in that direction. See, there you go. So that's it for episode 14. Thanks very much, and enjoy your week, everyone. Take care. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye.